Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now let's hop into today's episode. Well, what door should you be knocking on? I get this question a lot. And it happened this week. Guy emails me, says, Adam, my trainer told me to not knock on three tab roofs if they have drip edge, because it indicates that they're a newer roof and I should only focus on older roofs. He's working storms, by the way. I said, wow, that's a first. But I get this question a ton. I just finished a training with a company, new salespeople. So, hey, which door should I knock? How do I cherry pick the roofs that I focus on? Because the risk you run without having a clear approach, which I'm gonna be teaching you in this video, is wasting your time. Because you're just like, huh, do I knock on that roof? No, go to the next one, eh, go to the next one. And then you spend all this time, if you actually had like someone monitoring your time over the schedule, like here, here Adam goes again, he's approaching the door. Okay, that's two minutes of analysis wasted. He goes on to the next one, another minute. Oh, I realize he just doesn't wanna get out of the truck. He's burning more time. And this is what happens. So you need to have a clear approach, a clear strategy on what doors to knock. Is it all of them? No, but most. And I'm gonna explain why in this video. And hey, if you're new here, my name's Adam, the Roof Strategist. And my entire channel is built around providing you, the salesperson, with powerful personal strategies that you can use to make a killer income in roofing sales. So if you haven't done it, click that subscribe button and you won't miss a thing. Your income may depend on it. All right, let's jump into today's video on what doors do you knock and how do you make the most of your door knocking efforts. There are two things, two reasons not to knock a door and I wanna get those out of the way right now. First, if there's a yard sign placed in the yard, don't knock the door. I might get hate comments on this, but guess what guys? I believe in business with integrity. Stealing someone else's job is poor salesmanship. It represents the company poorly and it creates animosity among the team. Competition is okay, it's healthy. May the best man win. It is not appropriate to go knock on a door and say, hey, I see you're working at that company, and then start bad-mouthing them or say, I'll eat your deductible or do any of that slimy crap. That is not sales. That is desperation in your buying business. And plus, it sucks when it happens to you. And if it is happening to you, I'll put a link to a video up here or here, wherever YouTube decides to throw it, on how to protect your jobs from getting snaked by competitors. So, rule number one to not knock the door is if there's a yard sign in it. If you disagree, we can have a conversation in the comments. Number two, if you see that a roof was recently installed, recently meaning very recently, if you see uh, fresh paint, spray paint on the pipe hoops, if the yard, excuse me, pipe jacks, if the yard sign is still there, um, any evidence of debris still in the yard or in the trees or whatever else that happens from a roof getting installed, then you know don't waste your time on that roof because it was just done. But when you notice that there's no yard sign, and the roof was not done, in my opinion, it is fair game and you should knock it. And then you're thinking to yourself, I know it, I know it, I know it. You're saying, Adam, I don't wanna waste my time. You know, I'm working smaller hail and I can see it's a dimensional shingle and you know, I've only had good luck with three tab. Well, guess what? 
there's an exception to every rule. But I wanna plead a case as to why you should knock on that door. And here's the reason. You knock on the door, you get the inspection. Number one, you have no idea what you're gonna find. What if you find wind damage that was only visible when you're up there because those shingles weren't sealed or they're creased, okay? What if you find that there's hail damage and that roof actually is older than you expected and the soft metals are destroyed? What if you find, like I did on this one client of mine or customer, I knocked on the door, I got up there, and I didn't think there was gonna be anything. It was a 60 square roof. Do the inspection, it was near new construction, new roof, and I saw all the soft metal showed hail. It was really small. So I get off the roof and um, I go to the, the customer and her name was Janice. And I said, Janice, listen, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna shoot straight with you. The hail damage is very marginal. Do I think you have anything to worry about today? I don't, but here's the deal. This is a darn near new home, okay? Two years old. And you expected this roof to last 30 years, right? Well, with that hail damage, there's a good chance, even though it's marginal, that the lifespan of the roof has been compromised. It will be shorter. That's why the insurance company covers it, right? Because those granules that get struck, where the hail strikes and the granules over time will shed off. You might see them coming out your downspouts, which by the way, have you? And she says, yes, saying, okay. Well, now that all that gets exposed to the sun, the UV rays, which will then dry rot the shingle. So instead of 30 years, you might get 20 or 25. That's why it's covered. It's a roll of the dice. You have everything to gain by going down this route, nothing to lose. What do you say? They rolled the dice, adjuster comes out, pays for the roof. I got an incredible commission out of that. Homeowner got a brand new roof, and now with a brand new warranty, okay? So it worked out for them, and I didn't expect it. These things happen. But then you're saying, well, it's marginal. The insurance companies are getting strict. Well, here's another reason why you should knock on every door. Again, that has not recently been done, and there's no yard sign. It goes like this. So I'm out east. I'm in um, Virginia training a company. We get up on the roof. And by the way, I no longer travel to companies, if you ask, but I do offer one-on-one. -on -one. I don't travel. I don't have the time for it anymore, but we were up on this roof. Okay, I want to get that out of the way. I've been getting uh, bombarded in a great way, which I greatly appreciate with opportunities to work with folks like you one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm up on the roof with the salesmen that we're training. We're doing the inspection, and the minute we get down and we start walking back towards the truck, neighbor walks right out, because guess why? Neighbors have eagle eyes. They watch exactly what's going on with the neighbors. And most often, people who like their neighbors or at least get along with them have some semblance of trust. So if that neighbor trusted us to get up on the roof, what do you think this neighbor thinks? Well, guess what? She walks right over. She goes, hey, I just saw you up on my neighbor's roof, which I don't remember her name. And you know I like Peggy, so we'll call her Peggy. So I saw you up on Peggy's roof. And I said, yeah, we were. And then we start the conversation. Boom, we get up on her roof. So while we're up there, I'm realizing is it's the middle of summer, we have all the eyes in the neighborhood on us because we are opening up this area with really small marginal hail. And everyone's curious. I saw this roofer on her roof and his roof, what's going on? So we spent a little extra time up there being real thorough, making sure that people could see us. And then we started to get names. And all of a sudden on our training day, we batted, well, I don't know batting percentages. Is it a thousand, batting a thousand? Is that perfect? Whatever it is. We went 10 for 10. Every door we approached, we got up on the roof because of the credibility, the trust. So if that neighbor trusted Adam, I should too. This is how people think. So even though we didn't get claims called on either one of them, on every single one, because we didn't find damage on every single one, what we did find was a great lesson that through this relationship, you're, you're literally, excuse me, through the inspection, you're literally building a relationship, even if you don't see it, because they see you, they see your truck, there's credibility. So now when I get off this roof, even if I don't see anything, I can go up to the neighbor, and I talk about this a lot. My job is to make door knocking not suck. And door knocking sucks when it's cold, right? So you show up and you're like, 
They're like, hey, my name's Adam, the roof strategist, and I'm here with so-and-so company, and I'd like to offer you a free inspection because I think your roof might have been down. And then it's just cold, and then you're a robot, and that sucks, right? But instead, what if door knocking, which is what I teach, and I teach this a lot in the videos in my program, Your Complete Sales Strategy, is to go from cold door knocking, which is that, it's opening up a neighborhood, no one knows you, no one's seen you, to warm and hot door knocking, where it's familiar, where you're not introducing yourself out of the blue, you're starting a conversation. So I get off the roof and I say, hey, you know, I'm sure you saw me up on Peggy's roof, even if they didn't, and say, I just finished doing an inspection up there, and um, I don't know if you were aware of that recent storm that came through, but it actually has done some uh, relatively significant damage to homes in the neighborhood. I found some on Peggy's, and the reason I'm stopped by is simply to ask you, how's the insurance process been? There's your open-ended question in the SLAP formula. And if you haven't watched my videos on the SLAP formula, click up here and learn how that can take your canvassing to the next level. So you ask that open-ended question, they're like, what insurance process? And you say, glad you asked, boom. Or they'll say, hey, we were denied, or we had partial payment, or we have a check, we're ready to pick a roofer. Either way, you can now present to their answer. So by using the opportunities to be up on these other roofs, you're building credibility, you're developing trust, you're developing brand recognition, but most importantly, you're creating opportunities to make door knocking not suck, because you're not being Stopping by cold. You're stopping by to start a conversation. And when you can make the shift in your mind from I'm a cold door-to-door -door salesperson to I happen to be in home services and the way I drum up business is starting conversations with people. When you have that dialogue shift in your head, now it's easy to just walk up, talk to anybody. And I hear this a lot in salespeople. I got into this business because I have no problem talking to people. I'm really conversational, I connect with people, but then you put them in door-to-door -door and they freeze up and they freak out. So just change the dialogue in your own mind and you're there to have a conversation. And when you use these opportunities, it goes great. All right, now, another trick for you. I, and everybody's different, I loved catching people who were outside. So one of my tactics, if I didn't wanna go in a neighborhood, especially the neighborhood, you're the 26th roofer here today. You know, those ones I know it, it hurts, it's tough. So what I would do is try to catch people when they're out because I can deal with that discomfort. I will stand next to that lawnmower while they have their ear and I will wait for it to turn off politely and I'll smile and I simply wait to have the conversation. And yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but guess what? He who speaks first loses. I did another video on that called Shut Up and Listen. Another video for you to check out. I'll link up here. So in that video, I teach you the power of silence and just waiting. But to me, I loved catching people mowing the lawn, washing the boat, washing the car, or gardening because they were in their element and it was less of a disruption than meeting them at the door. So occasionally I would drive through and I would cherry pick these deals. Now other people, I had a, a guy on my sales team, he goes, I, he, he could not sign a deal. He couldn't get an inspection for the life of him by catching someone who was outside. But that's the only other exception, the third. So here's the three reasons to not knock doors. Number one, if there's a yard sign. Number two, if the roof was just done and you can see evidence of it, debris, fresh paint in the pipe boots, yard sign still in the, in the yard, whatever it is. And then the third one is if you continually are hearing you're the 26th, 27th, 10th roofer here today, then I like to find people who are outside. I know this is more difficult as we get into winter. I'm looking out my window at three inches of fresh snow. I get it. But when you're in prime season, that's the time to do it. And still, people, you know, we're, we're coming into um, winter here. The people are still out. They're getting Christmas decorations up or doing yard work or maintenance. But you will catch people while they're outside. And it is a great way to have that conversation. All right. So let's wrap this one up. When, excuse me, which doors are the right one to hit and should you cherry pick? And the answer is, generally speaking, hit every door. Why? Because you don't know what you're going to find and you are building a reputation in the neighborhood and can use that opportunity to do what? 
make door knocking not suck. Instead of being cold, hey, I'm here to do this, you're there to start a conversation. Hey, my name's Adam the Roof Strategist. I just hopped up on Peggy's roof. I don't know if you saw me up there. And uh, the reason I'm stopping by is boom. So now you're there to start the conversation. All right? Now, the only times to not knock, if there's a yard sign, if the roof was just done, or if you're totally getting teeth kicked in, just time, 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 time again, switch your approach, try catching people when they're outside. Hope this video helps you make the most of your time out knocking doors. And if you'd like more on this topic, click here to watch this playlist on acing your pitch at the door. I'm gonna teach you my slap formula, canvassing, and other ways to help open up that conversation during your door knocking efforts. And if you're new here, click here to download a free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. Free library coming your way, more videos on acing your pitch at the door, and remember, go make sales. Adam here, The Roof Strategist. Subscribe, we'll see you soon. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So, what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, Adam at roofstrategist.com. That's adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.